live from our bohemian houseboat. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. I'm getting seasick. Mm. Lean over the side. The side, not the, ugh, Mark. It's, it's kind of like Life of Pi. There's a tiger in the park as well. Raise your voice. <laughs> but know. he's wearing a tux. He looks so good. How can we be upset? Yeah. Is the tiger being treated well? Well, I mean, have you seen what he's wearing? I don't know. Tuxes can be really restrictive. I wouldn't want that to be inhumane. Mm. Mm. There. Mm. Would that be in feline? Good point. He's he's a croupier at night. <laughs> well, how do you think we can afford the houseboat? We're living off the tips. Pardon? I feel like I feel. Yeah, I know. I. No, the, all right, this is the, the feline reference. I'm, I hope. I hope that. I hope that translates well. It's, it's the. It's in the running for the show title. So there was, no, <laughs> there was no space between the N and the F. I know. It's, <laughs> I'm just. Hey, man. It's all I'm one word, on, people. One Mark, word. I'm just living off the tips. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that that had attendance at not one, but two matches this weekend. That's right, two. We Mm -hmm. love the feet. We actually go to games. You're welcome. So there. We're not just couch potatoes. Um, On this week's show, we look back at TFC's latest draw. Review the Campiel opening weekend. Ooh. Look ahead to this week's Voyager's Cup opening round. Excitement. Say farewell to an infamous player and more. And now to this week's panel. He did the double. Welcome to Duncan Double D Fletcher. Woo. <laughs> yes. Move over, Rocket Robin. There's a new football match attending obsessive in town. It's me. Ah. <laughs> That'll last a game, but you Double know, D, eh? <laughs> but he gets to live off that for at least a couple weeks now. So, or, you know, or the, or whenever the league, like I think league one kicked off. So yeah, I don't think there was any way he could have done I a think, triple. I think by Wednesday you'll lose it, Duncan, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, live in your glory. For now, <laughs> All you baby, all you. As far as the triple D goes, I mean, I only got to uh, see probably about, not even three quarters of the TFC game. So one of them is more than half. Yeah. One of them is definitely smaller than the other one though. That's where I'm going with that. Mm. You know what? This it's always a little bit off sizing. Trust me. So yeah. As long as you fit in the champagne glass, you're good with us. (laughs) (laughs) Only supporting his home team. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. I mean, there's no team in Burlington, Kristen. Let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did. On team? Is there not a League One Ontario team in Burlington? I don't Mark? know when they kick off. Honestly, I've... I, I you just said it kicked off this weekend, so yeah, I don't know when they kick off. Man, like, I don't. I'm, I, I haven't. Take, I take back your accolade. Look, I I only found out that the League One was kicking off because before the Forge game, which I went to. Uh, was the Hamilton United's first game of the season at 12 o'clock. So uh, Duncan could have done the treble, which would have been insane. That would be triple. Triple, uh, triple D, like D. total recall. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly like total recall that's the plot that's the total plot oh, no. the one i saw i think but uh yeah yeah happy to be here i think <laughs> come on uh, notorious disliker of local football it's tony walsh that is absolute f- a falsehood a fallacy <laughs> do not mistake my you know lack of attention <laughs> Yeah, as to what did you call it? Disliker of local football. Like, I love local football. I just, you I know, know, you're just I apathetic also, about it. I also love sitting on my couch on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I love not commuting places. That's what I love. But ah. to say that that equates a dislike of local football is, I want you to strike that from the record. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally taken a note saying to remove this from the podcast. No, you don't have to remove it. I want her to strike it from her notes. It can stay. You, you want me to proof, like go? go I, I'll, let's see. Where's the strike through function on here? For future generations to go back to this episode <laughs> and, and hear what was struck. And I am I am appalled. Let the, let the, let the record show. Show that uh, that is false, an outrageous libel. I'm glad Triple D is uh, taking minutes of this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's strike through on this thing? Is that it? No. Back to you, you slanderous banshee. Oh, <laughs> banshee! Wow, wow, slanderous. That's wow. why I was hung up. No, no, no. I was, I, I was expecting that. That's fine. Banshee, though. Oof. Man, now I know if he's York, upset. If York United finally moves to Varsity Stadium, see you there. <laughs> okay, I'll see, I'll see you at Woodbine never, so. <laughs> Woodbine's for horses. True. Not, not next year, it's not. Is that Enjoy happening next? <laughs> next? Next year, yeah. Enjoy a hot summer day with the wafting smell of stables. Mm. Please, yeah, tell next. Me, please tell Go. me that the football pitch is basically in the middle of the race course. It is. And, and there's going to be like the horse races going around the, the edges. Absolutely. The- I, 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 I wish I could tell you that, Duncan. Um, but you know what? I haven't seen any plans. So for now, you know what? That is exactly what is happening, Duncan. That is harness what we boys, get to experience. It's going to be wonderful. York United <laughs> Harness Boys. That's going to be an amazing game. Oh my God, when yeah. the Pony Boys come to town. Oh, Pony, bo- gonna... Pony Boys versus Harness Boys? Oh, it's a derby. going to be lit. It's be a derby. <laughs> Thank you. Do what you yeah. did. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. The derby anyway. derby. <laughs> um, as for me, I finally made it to a league match this season. Yay, or most of one. Um, <laughs> what? Like 50% of one. It's more than half. Yes. Another, another falsehood spewed by Kristen Knowles. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Minister anyway, I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and let's get out of these intros and move on to our show. Lies. <laughs> lies, 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 yeah. All right, what's been happening? Don't bring the Thompson twins into this. Why not? There's three of them. That just seems fair. Um, all right. TFC versus the AU guys on Saturday night at BMO Field in lovely weather. 
It was beautiful. Mm. Lots of people. Nice, nice, nice crowded stadium. I was saying to Mark that our section was surprisingly um, populated. There was yeah, a was lot of people. Pretty packed. It really was. I was like, I was like, oh, why are there so many people in our row? This never happens. What's going on? So TFC, still a big ticket. Mm. Um, even when yeah. snatching a point from the jaws of defeat. And they I did. think they say securing a point as they, you know, as is their want lately. Well, that's true, but that was, that was a late, late goal. Like I, I was fully expecting that to be a loss. Mm-hmm. It was very late. I remember we were there and like complaining because, you know, they just yes. kind of spin and were lazily passing it around and we're like, oh, sure. Yeah. Just, yeah. Plenty of time. No Lots hurry. of time, yeah. Don't don't oh, rush yeah. or anything, no. Don't bother kicking it forward. That's fine. Uh, and then they scored from that very move, so they uh, they knew what they were doing, apparently. I know. That's, that's, that's Duncan that's and I were clearly criticizing where it wasn't due. Yes. Hey, that, te- that team knows how to craft a draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, they Although, do. Although, honestly, like, and, and that, that was, like, that was a very, that was actually a well-worked, you know, series of passes, lovely cross in from JMR, but like that wasn't a good game from Toronto. It wasn't a great game from Atlanta either, but it was better from them. Um, it, on the, I think on the balance, Toronto were, were kind of fortunate to, to get that point. I wouldn't disagree with it. I, f- I kind of felt like, uh, there were large chunks of that first half. I didn't really see anything vaguely inspiring, you know, goal notwithstanding. That was pretty much Atlanta's run. And I mean, opening super early was, I swore out loud really, really quickly, almost as quick (laughs) as that goal was. I don't know about you guys. Uh, But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it started to feel a bit like the last game where they, not crawled their way back, but like started to find their feet and their rhythm late, like around the 60th minute where it just seemed like, okay, now they're in the pendulum where it's going back and forth. And the last, the last 10, 10 plus uh, injury time, it looked like it was like tra- one way traffic for a bit for Toronto. So um, that first 45 minutes, once they tighten that up, I think we're going to turn some of these, uh, T's and the dubs, you know what I'm saying? I love your optimism, Mark. I love it. Thank dubs. you. Dubs. Dubs. Yeah. Dubs. Here when comes the dubs. Cry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the like the 55 minutes or so that, that I saw of the game, um, you know, it was nothing special. I mean, TFC just never really looked like they could get anything going. Um, I mean, they scored two very nice goals, but yeah, you know, it's they, they they just never really look like a a team that looks kind of confident possessing the ball and passing it around and see what happens. It's just uh, I feel disjointed is the uh, the best way to think of looking at them and how they play and everything. And yeah, you know, every now and again, there's like some moments of individual. Well, that's nice, but. 
I, it's very, very rare that there's any kind of good sort of team Flow. moves or anything or yeah. anything that look, oh yeah, this is a sort of tactical of thing that, oh yeah, and, you know, putting pressure on for a long time or anything like that. It's just, yeah. It's so then a question, mm-hmm. the surprise absence of Michael Bradley. <gasps> was apparently having some sort of ongoing injury issue, which they only revealed after the match. Um, Is it male pattern baldness? Shh. It's not nice to talk about like that. There we go. Thank you. Um, He's never noticed until now. Yeah. No. He's dramatic. It was a serious emperor's new clothes situation. It's true. Um, Maybe maybe he thought after he was shaving it for fashion the whole time and he tried to grow it in. I was like, what the fuck? Explains what Kristen, I don't know if you remember, I didn't see a damn mirror in that entire training ground. Like anywhere. Yeah, that right? makes sense. Holy shit. Like these are these are people who like their reflections, right? Because otherwise, yeah. you know, the 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 hair and the outfits and everything, but yeah, nowhere. nowhere. Have, you seen, have you seen Lucas McNaughton? I mean, for God's sakes. Like, he's a supermodel. He's a like, supermodel. Maybe. Maybe this depends. explains their maybe this explains their bad form because they just can't take a good look at themselves in the mirror. Ooh, good one. Ooh. Good one. Ooh. No, oh. no self-reflection. You're right. You're right. Was his absence felt enough? Like, was is based on how he's played this season? Because he hasn't played terribly this season. He's been I don't really think. Good. Thank you. I was trying to. And I don't want to admit that, but he's no. I know good. that. Neither do I, because Michael Bradley. But yeah. So, like the the new kid, uh, Coelho, it was fine. His first start, good for you. Congratulations. Um, Mark Anthony K actually was decent again on the night. Obviously, Cervania, fantastic, but again, different roles. But would having Bradley's experience in that midfield made a difference for the flow? Because as you said, Duncan, and we mentioned it when we were watching, just that it was. It was very disjointed. All I would say about that is I don't really notice any difference from the other games. I don't really know. Oh, shit, Bradley's missing. That's what's wrong. That disjointed, they don't look as if they're doing anything, applies to pretty much all season. So true, true. I feel like I uh, noticed Bradley wasn't there at all. Same result. Yeah. Yes, true. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, keep going with whatever you're saying before I like, took ten seconds to interrupt you. No, no, no. I, I was, I was, I was directing it towards you for the most part, just because it was something we had talked about at the match. Um, it will be yeah, interesting it, to see if he plays this weekend. So go ahead. Yeah, I don't think it's about Bradley being missing at all. It's, uh, this is an ongoing issue, which didn't look worse on Saturday. Maybe he was grounded. Mm. <laughs> Well, we were we were wondering if he had like told off the old man. Yeah, yeah. There was some bust up with the coach. I, yeah, so just some. He's, he's fine. He's like perfectly fit and everything. Just some sort of disciplinary issue from the coach because of uh, some kind of conflict of personalities. And that, that's that's my hope. Didn't clean his room. Yeah, probably. Probably. Maybe he, yeah. He was yeah. forced to lie into the bed he didn't make. Mm. <laughs> Um, so then the other than two spectacular goals, and I will say the goal was probably like Richie's goal, I think was, was lovely goal. Um, his highlight mm-hmm. for the night. Cause I actually felt that he 
was sort of outside the goal was sort of subpar. I just didn't feel he was nearly as effective as he often is on that wing. But the uh, insertion of Insigne with 15 minutes left to go, I swear it's 15. <laughs> Duncan. Mm, yeah. Pop quiz, people. Pop quiz. <laughs> If, I'm even giving you the opening. What is wrong with if, me? If somebody gets substituted into the game at 76 <laughs> minutes, any minutes are left. <laughs> injury time. Not including injury time. Uh, if you get subbed into the game at 76 minutes. It's not a trick never, question. I'm never going to live this down. I think the all answer, the people to be standing next to when I did this is the answer. False. Oh, the answer is fourteen. Maybe, yeah, maybe fourteen, Kristen. Yes, well done. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not really fourteen full minutes, is it? Because unless it's thirteen right plus, dot, yes. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that wasn't what I said. Yeah, yeah Kristen, like twice. I said so. It's like <laughs> I initially was like, what? She's like, yeah, it was like 24 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one of the lowest moments of my existence as a football fan, quite frankly. Oh, no, you've had much lower. Oh, shut it. Kristen Knowles, math maybe. <laughs> and I'm the one who likes math, too. This is the thing. What is good about this is that my dad never listens to this show. Like, ever. So he will never find out about this. Nobody DM my father. Uh, To be fair, you absolutely nailed what is 100 minus 76. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's got that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. No. Totally different question. Yep. Yep. Oh, no. My brain 100% switched off in that moment. And, like, and, like, and, like, like stuck to its guns, right? It was like, no, no. This is what's going on. Yeah. Uh, good times. Indeed. I enjoyed that. Yes, I know you did. I can imagine it was great. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I, yeah, anyway. Um, regardless of my gaffe, uh, Insigne making his return to the pitch for Toronto FC for the first time since the opening match of the season. Um didn't look terrible like he didn't light things up but thought he looked decent certainly motivated seemed to get you know again gave them another option gave them a way to draw you know draw the defense um looked looked fit like didn't look like he was again wasn't out there for a huge stretch of time but it seemed i didn't notice any sort of lack of sharpness in that sense mm-hmm. um warming, yeah, up, I, his warming up looked impressive i mean most of them they get down there and they're just like half-assedly going through things and everything he was freaking like sprinting back and forth in the uh along the line there it's, 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 he was slow it's oh yeah no that was focused warming up time yeah it was nice also actually duncan did you notice when he was like directing some of the other subs in the warm-up no, not really. I'm... Yeah, the, the the physio guy or whoever does it, they had like sort of like stepped off to the side for a minute, and like I think Insigne just really wanted to keep warming up and was like 
I remember I saw him like I don't remember who it was like gently nudge one of the other guys and like indicate what they were about to do next and that they better hop to kind of thing. It was hilarious. Okay, well, that's nice. He's out there setting an example for the for, for the, the youngins. Yeah, don't want to insinuate stuff. I don't know if they showed this on TV or not, but at one point, uh, you know, the when they were all kind of like down in that corner warming up, the ball sort of went out, and I guess there was maybe a bit of doubt. Oh, yeah. You know, is this a goal kick or is it a corner? And the linesman signaled to us like a, a corner for TFC. And Insigne was like a this corner. And after the linesman gave it, he just kind of went up to him and said, gave him a fist bump. And the linesman just like completely bought into that and gave him a fist bump back. What the fuck? You can't do that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's glorious. Yeah. Bros, bros before FIFA bros. Hells yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure, this is, you know, Italian superstar, Napoli, whatever, blah, 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 Lorenzo Insigne, trying to fist bump you. Sure, okay, you're going to go do that. But come on, guy, you got a job to do. You, you can't be doing that. Uh, but yeah, I know it sounds like, yeah, I was uh, just pretty high. Amused that Insigne even sort of tried it and then just like appalled that the, the lines will actually just went for it. Like, ah, this is outrageous. How was Atlanta? I'd be, uh, yeah, you know, just looking into that, get that whole result overturned. Fist gate. <laughs> um, for, for you guys, what you guys were watching at home, um, like, did you notice? Like, was there, to your eyes, like a noticeable difference when he came on? Do you think that contributed to TFC, like raising their game a little bit and, you know, getting that last minute goal from Slovenia? Hmm. Mm. That's a All good right. one. People watching at home didn't want to answer that question, so I'm going to. I think well, we're really the fact that uh, we went two on down immediately before it happened. So at that point, well, shit, yeah. We've got to fucking step up the attack and try harder. Delightful timing, by the way. So it's like, oh, Insignia's coming on. The crowd's getting us out. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Oh, well, he's here. Did, did, he, did he even factor in the goal? I. Well, he, he probably attracted a whole bunch of people by, you know, taking his top off and getting ready to go and all that sort of thing. But technically, no. No. Okay. Just, just checking. That's that's always that's always my favorite part about uh, kind of like when 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 the when the air quote superstar guy is you know coming back from injury you can you can almost hear a certain chunk of the audience just you know the sharp inhale of breath as they can't they can't it's our heroes back you know that kind of shit and um, the fact that they scored with him on the pitch and he didn't really factor into the goal is. That's that's special to well, me. Well, he wasn't even on the pitch yet. Oh, he wasn't on it yet. Wait, for no, the second no, goal, it was like, like a- it was like I think he I think he subbed on while they were you know while there was the stoppage in play while they were celebrating the goal before the game restarted. No, he wasn't even on the pitch yet. Wait, are, are we? We're not. Sorry, we're talking about the first goal. My bad. Are we talking about Atlanta's second goal or TFC's second goal? Atlanta's second goal. Okay, yeah. Because uh, sorry, I thought we were talking about. TFC's goal. That's the one oh, I was. Oh no, no, I was. I thought I was talking about Atlanta's second oh, no. goal because uh, he wasn't really involved in it. He was definitely on the pitch, though. So you that's, know, that, that, that's what I. Yeah, gotcha. Would have distracted 
all sorts of defenders and, and helped in that way, I'm sure. Yes. Mm. When, you, when you said t- when you said taking a shirt off coming coming into the mat, I, I don't know why I thought of a tiny Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but you just like ripping his yeah. like little shirt and what have yeah. you, and come, come, coming out to music. I yeah. am a real Italian. Fight for the rights of every man. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, um, real, Amer- real American was a banger. It really was. <laughs> Too bad it was for that piece of shit. But I know, but still, uh, still, still, hot track. It, it. I I want to run through a wall, and almost everything about that song I don't like. So I know. lyrically, anyway, got the crowd going. Oh yeah, got the people hyped. It's provocative. Yeah, it's true. Mm, yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Another draw from TFC on the, you know, the basis of two very nice goals. Um, Sylvania has been quite the pickup for them. Um, nice bit of business because he has. Too bad he wasn't Sylvania. Then we could say he was a real light. <laughs> I mean, we could. Um, but he's, he's, you know what? He's been one of their best players this season. Um, I really have enjoyed watching him. And I think he's really starting to become more noticeable in like in a positive way during matches. And that to me is a really good sign moving forward. So it's great to see him score first goal. He's, he's the new Mikey Delgado, you know, every team needs Delgado. Is he, he's going to carry the water? Yeah. The engine. He's the engine. That's mainly what he does. But is he the new Mark Delgado? Oh, mm. Mm. am I supposed yeah. to? Which one of them? That? Which one of them scores penalties? Which one of them misses penal or goals? Ooh, Marky, mm. right? Marky, Marky definitely missed. Uh, yeah. missed that, the one. So, 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 yes, yes, I know. All right, well, let's 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 move on from Toronto to Campiel and the opening weekend. Yay! Ooh. Ooh. Season five is alive. More mm. inputs. <laughs> Thank you. Rhyming. <laughs> playing to, I'm playing to my audience, which is people within a certain uh, <laughs> section of birth years. <laughs> Fisher Stevens fans. That was a great movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Ali Shediites. Um, is that the official term so, of Shediite? Uh, big fans of Ali Sheedy. Would they be called Ali Sheedyites? Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> anyway. Um, or stands, pretty, as the kids you know, say. I... Yeah, mm. stands. There we go. Sheedy stands. Sheedy stands? Sheedy stands, I know. Yeah. Um, a pretty decent opening weekend. Um, looked like, you know, attendance was was pretty good across the board. Um, Goals were scored. There was probably like the most interesting or exciting match was the uh, Hamilton match. Um, But by all accounts, although very nice Aparicio's goal for the Aquaman, like, come on, that was pretty tasty. (laughs) No. Oh no, we don't, we don't, they don't use that anymore. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's true. Only that you don't know what it what it changed to. <laughs> <laughs> or shadow. 
<laughs> or shadow. Oh, that should be the name of the show. Um, and I'm then anybody uh, sponsoring. Fuck that. <laughs> and then Winnipeg with the with the with the win on the road. The only team to to win on the road, which is nice. Um, we want good things for Winnipeg, especially because apparently their ownership has been making attendance threat threats in the, in the press. So that's oh, fun. that's that's always good marketing. Isn't that Is good they, marketing? You got to stay on the good side of Kristen. Knowles. she kills. She kills clubs. <laughs> oh, stop it. That's well, true. You have to leave that, that hate on for FC Edmonton. Where are they now? Would you where, are they now? where are they now? Where, where, where oh, are they now? God. Where are they now? Where, where? Uh. They're Deadmonton. <laughs> oh, they're Deadmonton. Oh, you guys are mean. You're the one who got rid of them. Yeah, I did not. Now you're going after fucking Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, what? what do you have let against them. mice? They're just part of the ecosystem. Toronto bias. Let's let them be, Kristen. Jesus. Anyway, Martin no Duncan. Saskatoon hasn't uh, mm-hmm. actually appeared yet. Yes, Duncan, we're at the Hamilton match. Yeah, we were. Please, no. sirs, regale us of your day. It was hot. It was hot. Back to you, it Kristen. Was, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was um, damn hot. God. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um, they need to turn down the sun in that stadium. It's so stupid. But aside from that, um, it was a. It was a good match. I didn't feel like. Uh, um, Again, forgive me for the obvious uh, statement that you would expect to come out of my face hole. But uh, I was surprised Hamilton didn't completely dominate the shit out of this game. Um, They look like they were literally in preseason form. Not a bad thing. Everyone is. Uh, But Calgary kind of had, at least at the the onset, like it it looked like this was going to be Calgary three points. Uh, I don't know if that's what uh, your takeaway was, Dunk. I mean, it definitely didn't end that way. But for the first 60 minutes of the match, it felt like that, or at least the first half anyway. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. I mean, I feel like Hamilton's main tactic seemed to be pass the ball around the back and then just draw Calgary towards them and you make Calgary just press and kind of get as many forwards and midfielders, whatever, like coming towards the ball to try and win it. And then just use the ball over the top uh, for somebody to like chase it down. Um, they, they seem to do that a lot. Um, but yeah, they didn't really seem to have a whole lot going. I don't think it's just because, you know, Kyle Becker's like on the, the naughty spot and what have you and couldn't be there. And But yeah, they, they didn't really get a whole lot going to midfield. It was all just... You know, it's like passing it back around defense and then just draw a lot of uh, Calgary people towards us and then just like knock it down the wing for somebody to run after. Um, but, you know, hey, it's got a couple of goals out of it. Gave up a couple of goals. 2-2. Two, two. It's about right, really. Sure. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Becker's Naughty Spot's one of my fam- favorite podcasts other than this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it gets dark real quick on that. Kyle show. discusses erotic mainstream films films of the nineteen eighties. <laughs> like all Shannon Tweed, or sure, a little Why bit not? of uh, yeah, yeah. You know the life and times of young Mickey Rourke. Oh Jesus! 
what was the other, oh, what was the other one with um thief of hearts sure the 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 burglar that reads the woman's diary and then like anyway um can we talk about uh Kintave's goal and how did it look in the stadium because in the highlights damn so it looks probably looked the same hey hey the same hey, goal. Uh, duncan do you Go remember on. what that goal looked like in the stadium <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly which goal it was which of the uh, the, the, the second one the second calgary one do you remember what that looked like <laughs> neither do i we were no. talking all of a sudden it went in and they're celebrating and the crowd made no noise oh seriously and we're like <laughs> duncan and i were like what the fuck just happened and then we're both watching the screen at the end waiting for the replay to come on which he didn't play <laughs> oh seriously <laughs> oh yes I, I on TV, you like actually got that goal is a banger. Like that oh, was, that's was one of the highlight goals of like probably Honestly, of the year on the first day. I did, I, I did, I did watch, I did watch the highlights uh, on on the tubes of you, um, at, like that night because I wanted to know how good slash shit that goal was, and yeah, that was pretty good. That was that was pretty good. Um, mm. I mean, not not that uh, not that Noah Jensen's goal about. Oh no! And, also, now X an outstanding goal. Yes, maybe not as good as Kintave's, but still an outstanding goal. It was a well taken goal. It wasn't spectacular, but it was well no, taken. It was excellent, yeah. though. It was very mm. like, as I I think I believe I said this to you, Dunk. Um, if that had been Becker, that ball would have been in the lake. Uh, or something along yes, those lines. 100%. He would have fucking skied the ass off of that ball. Because it was 100%. like, it's just perfectly, like, it's one of those things, like, you can tell. It doesn't require so much power, but just proper proper technique, proper contact, and you could put that everywhere. But he would have just absolutely leathered the fucking thing right out of the stadium. Um, because it came in pretty hot and fast, so... Uh, I did appreciate that they they somehow said it was uh, uh, Pacius who scored the goal, which was particularly funny because, um, and I can understand like in in the in the throes of like shouting out names, um, they don't look anything like each other. Each other, no, no, not even not even slightly, not even no, not if, if you if you were watching the game. With some kind of um, color blindness, you could not still fuck that up. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I, that was particularly hilarious. But uh, I, I will say that the crowd shocked the ever living shit out of me. Uh, there was they they announced sixty eight hundred. I had to go to the ticket booth to pick up a thing, and while I was there, the people in front of me uh, trying to buy tickets day of match were being told that the only seats that were available were in the middle section of the stadium. I mean, they're also the most expensive seats, but okay. I mean, there were still plenty of seats around where we were, but uh, yeah, 60, like almost 7,000. That's awesome. That's a fantastic opening. That's so great. I love hearing that. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was um, interesting just to shift stadiums that uh, Pacific is capping their attendance a bit lower this season why really 
um yeah yeah uh someone was asking someone was just talking about like oh you know like look like a sellout crowd and that should be this much and then but oh but it didn't look quite like that and then paul Barron stepped in on the twitters and said that they were um yeah that they were um oh god i have to find it they were capping it except for like sort of high you know like if it's a, if they have a cup run sorry when they have a cup run um Ooh. as someone else but mentioned I, to them um did, did victorian pick it out they've, they've managed to take down the hydro pole i presume they that took was it down the hydro pole is gone i presume that was so that they can be putting more seats in on the other side but i guess that's not the case if they're not even going to use all the ones they already have they, and just is to as yeah, well. Yeah, um, oh, gonna... yeah. Yeah, Paul, what the hell? Um anyway, but it was such it was so good to uh was so good to see like good attendance and even you know, like even if the YU guys wasn't like whatever a sellout from the looks of it and from all reports, it was more than what they normally have. So, and like in a good way, not just a, oh good, there's like five more guys sort of thing. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Pacific FC stating last night's game was a sellout at 48.25. Surprise. Oh yeah, this was from a fan. And Paul said, that's our capacity for CPL games this year. We've chosen not to sell standing room or the beer garden and keep those um, for seaholders no matter where they sit so that they can like move over there if they want kind of thing. And he said, I should clarify, this is for games in the season ticket package. If we have a deep cup run or playoffs or friendly, not friendly, um, we may alter the approach. So it's a conscious decision from Pacific to limit it. Who, who's going to be coming in? Who's going Sunderland. to be fucking Victoria to play a friendly? Who's Sunderland. going to go all the way out to the fucking Victoria to expand Victoria the brand? Victoria is lovely. I would go to Victoria before Tokyo, I would go Tokyo to any place in BC. Victoria is great. Mm. Yeah, what about a Japanese club? No, that's a good point. You know, you can go mm. Europe. Oh, from Europe. It doesn't have to be Europe. Yeah, bring in, bring in a Japanese uh, team. Sure. Although okay. it's probably probably like not that much shorter a flight. No, probably not. It's only like ten hours from England or something, right? Uh, yeah, and no, I've well, I have actually from all the way to Victoria. I've done England to. Oh Vancouver. yeah, I was thinking of Vancouver. Never mind. Yeah, Victoria, you got to do the extra bit. Yeah, that's yeah, probably an extra yeah. half. Of- that bit, but um, it, it's a long fucking flight. Yeah, it's like eleven something like that. Yeah, yeah probably about eleven to twelve hours somewhere in that range. But it mm. depends if you your your shitty freaking air transat flight gets all the way from like England all the way over and over, and then stops in Calgary for like a couple of fucking hours before the last little bit over there, which generally is what happened when I ever booked tickets to get from England to Vancouver because I didn't have money to do anything else. I imagine most football teams would be able to fly directly somehow. But uh, anywho, good times. CPL, they're taking a train. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The other uh, 
the other draw on the weekend was between Otletti and the Wanderers. Um, looked again like a, a pretty decent, even match, uh, decent crowd at TD Place in uh, in Ottawa. Uh, Ollie Bassett with the tying goal for for um, for the Otletti. Nice goal, you know. Is this um, the same hue this year? Oh God, it's like you can you can literally not miss him anywhere on the pitch um it does blend very nicely though with the kits so um oh. it's so red yeah, yeah. me and mac were discussing all the bastards there on uh, on saturday at the yeah, game go on. yeah, yeah that, that's that's definitely a fake yes yeah, no about all that excessively too much no fucking way really? you think he's using ginger just for men probably i mean as you think he's juicing I, I feel like possibly I feel like um, I feel like the, the to the three percent of our listenership who are redheads. I just naturally assume that's the case because that's what we are in the world or something. <laughs> Y'all know when someone's faking it. I know when they're faking it because I know what the real shit looks like. That's wrong. OK, I'm sorry, Ollie. That <laughs> shit is a lie. Let's get him on the show. No, you know what? No, fuck him. He, he knows what wanna, he's doing. He's no one to be done. here and flaunt it in your, in your face and say it's real and it's spectacular. Yeah, he would. <laughs> You're going to believe I mean, lies. I mean, yeah, sure. Go ahead. And listen to him. Typically, can you prove this? And so, hey, yeah, what about down here? Exactly the same. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Wow. Tune in next week to see some pubes. Wow. I didn't even think about I didn't even think about that, but Jesus Christ. He must glow in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably does. Oh, no. Anyway, back to you, Kristen. Thanks. I'm not sure where to go from here. Um, let's let's go to let's go to the 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 the, the battle of BC. You all right? You're right there. And um no, I'm just trying to adjust. Um so yeah, so Pacific hosting um what are we calling vancouver again whatever you want to call them hawk cox <laughs> what is the space cox no i went hawk cox, hawk yeah. cox. that's pretty good too yeah hawk cox yeah they, they rhymes so there's there's that um cox. probably cock hawks better because it just sounds like i'm saying hawk hawk twice and it's just mm. weird Cockhawks. We need to find. No, we need. To, we need to continue to workshop this. Yeah, you think we we should have done this in the off season, you guys? This is terrible. Anyway, I'm, sorry, I'm, pretty, um, I'm pretty happy with all of the ones we have. Actually, thank you. Space penises. What? Space, angry, angry space dongs. Yeah, that's what. Angry space dongs. So Vancouver. Anyway, this was you know the big match. This is their first match. Um, not their home opener yet, obviously, because they were in Victoria, but. Um, you know, from the, I only saw the highlights. I haven't watched the full match back yet. Um, look like a decent uh, back and forth match. Nice sort of introduction for them to the league. You know, they held uh, Pacific off until late in the match uh, until uh, Aparicio scored. Lovely goal. Nice to have him back. Um, yeah, I uh, I think sort of wait to see how they settle in, but again, acquitted themselves pretty nicely. You know, uh, Pacific did some nice things as well during the match, but obviously as Mark said, everyone's still, I think you can sort of see this through most of the matches. Um, there's still a bit of rust to be shaken off, um, by most of the teams, but, um, they're called, they're called yeah, I think, 
Oh, you're right. Good point. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it was it was what I saw of it was was a pretty entertaining match. Like if I'd been at that game, I would have been pretty happy just in terms of the the back and forth nature. Um, so yeah, I don't know if was anyone there, else watched highlights or any, any part of was that. Was there any was there any away support? Um, there must have been. I haven't seen a mention of it, but there had to have been. It's really not that difficult to get there and it's a lovely ferry ride um, or you can take harbor air conveniently from downtown vancouver oh oh fancy i've not done it same That's, there it's a lovely ferry ride once but after, <laughs> well this is boring isn't it but you know once sure no this is you Oh, there's another island and another one over there. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Look, but, more water. Yeah. Water. There's a lot of water. What's the, what's the chances on average of seeing a whale? In that I, little Vancouver yes. to Victoria. I'm pretty yes. fucking. Pretty slim? Probably. Oh, okay. Don't know. I never saw one. Well, that's all I need to know. I think I went twice and back twice. Well, that's enough. That's that's a large enough. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah, see it. Yeah. Hello. Oh, nine. Hello. It does seem like we're uh, like uh, we're recording this episode from like you know a war zone, like CNN, like we're like CNN uh, reporters, and there's like. 10 second delay back to the studio. We've had, we've had stronger connection episodes. We have. So it's fine. It's all right. My personal favorite was just that second where both Kristen and Duncan cut out as they were responding to that. That was yeah. my favorite. <laughs> well, like, I mean, to be fair, Kristen is on the international space station. So true. It's one of the perks of being in the pocket of big supporter. So yeah. Yeah. It was in our gift bag. Oh. Fair. Um, all right. And then of course, as I mentioned in the opening, uh Winnipeg uh with the away win um to the YU guys, which um exciting. Good for them. Uh considering No, it's against York, isn't it? I yeah. Like Were we saying nice-ish things about York just last week? <laughs> they're never going to get it together. They're, they're one of those things. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. No, that should look good. They got some, yeah, this, it's going to come together now. It's never going to happen, is it? They're the, M- <laughs> they're, they're the MK Dons of CPO. Yeah. That seems harsh. Anyway, it was, it, was more, it was more highlighting Winnipeg, who suffered... You know, they were they were terrible on the road last year and had a great deal of trouble, like just closing out matches um, and got, you know, a clean sheet on the road plus the win. Like that's that's a pretty nice way to start your season. It is. Yes. All right. And then they had to go back to Winnipeg. Well, there is that. Zing. (laughs) Yeah. Analysis. That's what we're here for. Well, at least, you know, with an opening weekend win, it takes 
Kristen Knowles' evil eye off of them. True. Good, good chance you'll see Valor well, come I'm, back for another I'm, season. I'm rooting against them on Wednesday, so it doesn't last very long. Oh, so. sure. oh man. I know. First, uh, first Deadmonton, now. Anyway. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Stop. Winnipeg. I... Pegged it. There's a good one. We'll, we'll come back to this. There's a good one. I know it. I believe there's a good one. Anyway, a good opening weekend to the Campiel season. It's nice to see. It was nice to see lots of fans in the stands. Um, goals being scored, some exciting matches. It's all good stuff. So, huzzah. You're just not even, even going to reference the fans of Edmonton that you've obliterated, are you? I'm moving on to the next section of the show is what I'm doing, so. Wow. What are we talking about? Oh, lots of things. But first, let's talk about the MLSE World Cup deal because apparently that's Ooh. what everybody wants to talk about, their sweetheart deal. <sighs> Headline writers. Um, it was very, very funny to me, at least last week, and, and still kind of is how out of nowhere this article shows up and everyone is talking about how MLSE is just like making out like a bandit with their deal for the for the World Cup and the use of BMO Field and all of these things. And it's just like the timing of this is hilarious to me because none of this is new news at all remotely Mm. there's lots of reasons to not like this world cup or any world cup really certainly you know they're 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 objectively terrible in many many ways um we just like for the soccer but um the just the whole it's just i just find it fascinating like this attack on on mlsc and again we're happy to attack mlsc because they can also again they can be terrible but i don't know this this whole thing is just i find it very funny and i wonder if it's literally been brought up because of the upcoming mayoral election in toronto just to give them another talking point something to grandstand about yeah but i don't even know who that who who does that even like benefit in the mayor or we're not going to get into municipal politics on this show that's next week but um like <laughs> like I, I don't see what who that would benefit olivia like, have to say about in her uh, announcement fuck knows um but like yeah i don't know it's like yeah, hey we were yeah, we were talking about this a little before the show is like is somebody surprised by this exactly mm-hmm. like what under what circumstances has there ever been a major sporting event where the people that manage the particular building that are going to use it for said major sporting event aren't going to be the benefactors mm-hmm. of said major, like, like Super Bowl, Olympics, World Cups, a- anything. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even have to be this scale. There's somebody's a benefactor. So... Mm-hmm. Um, none of, yeah, this doesn't surprise me. I mean, the the amount of money probably would surprise me, whatever the truth is, because I don't I don't know what I don't know if they actually if they actually gave it a, a real dollar value other than said millions of dollars. 
but they're that, estimating up to ten million dollars in revenue. Um, okay, which sure. they split down the middle. Anything over that gets split in the city's favor. Okay, that's whatever. Like, but that's 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 part of the. That's yeah. how these stupid things work. Well, like MLSE manages the building for the city. They mm. always have. Then they've, again, as much as I don't want to like carry water for MLSE, but it's not that they haven't put money into, anyway, I just. Mm. And as far as the, the main thing that I think about this is it's like, it's like, oh, MLSE is getting money and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, I guess MLSE is going to be kind of in charge of doing things and the governments are going to make sure that MLSE doesn't lose money out of doing this. Yeah, I mean, fuck MLSE always and forever, absolutely. But hey, hands up who thinks, well, we should have just put the city or the province or the country in charge. <laughs> in charge. It would work out better. God. Come on, this city could definitely do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They would oh, God. That's such a good point, Duncan. Oh, that is the best argument back to anybody. I mean, there'd be oh no washers. God. There'd be no washers even... open, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs washrooms? Who needs yeah. washrooms? Undesirables might use them. Yeah, running people might leave them. their houses. Oh, oh no, the city would forcefully get rid of them before the match. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, what? The whole thing's clearly going to be a fiasco, and it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Embarrassingly bad to compare BMO Field to any other fucking stadium, except for oh, yeah. the other stadium stadium that'll be there, which is probably going to be either like Vancouver or whoever, and it's going to be a, a shitty grass pitch laid on top of the plastic. And yeah. but yeah, compared to any of the American or Mexican stadiums, BMO Field is going to look like shit. It just is quaint. Other than that, um, uh, you know, whatever. Quaint's, Quaint's a too charming a word. Let's go with ramshackle. Ah, Quaint, Quaint, Quaint can often be said with a nice air of disdain. Isn't that quaint? Mm. Mm. Homely, That's cheap. Quaint suggests mm-hmm. a cheap. People feel yeah. doesn't really have. It's a bit cheap. I'm gonna go quaint. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Queen has charm. Anyway. If you're there all the time, everything you say, oh, you, you've got a certain emotional attachment to it, then sure. You know, you, that can cover up for things. If you're just like popping into play sort of one game once and that's it, and yeah, you're maybe going to watch a few games on TV because yeah, it's a World Cup and you, that's, you've got no other attachment to it. It's like, ah, well, that's big shit, isn't it? I'm not scaffoldy. It will be. Oh, I am. I am super curious to see what they're going to do, though. Yeah, is it going to be the scary scaffold stands behind the south what end again? It's going to be. What else could it be? I don't it's know. Not- but those were terrifying. I was so afraid Ooh. for those people. I like. I like the night matches when it was like pitch black. It was so dark. You needed like an a oil lantern to get to the top row. Oh like god! Like I just like we you literally couldn't see the people behind you. <laughs> you had no idea. You could just hear the sway of the stands. Oh, it was so scary. I know there's one other stadium who did that, but it, it it's kind of 
I, I don't know. I find it hilarious. I never, we never went up there obviously, but no. it must've been weird to be like in the stadium, but not in the stadium. Yes. <laughs> Literally on the outside looking in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, even with doing that, there's only so much they're going to be able to do with that because the freaking canopy limits how high you can actually go with that. Yeah. Oh, no, they're going to do a real, a real shallow. <laughs> it's going to go all the way back to Ontario Place. This is going to be a real, <laughs> a real shallow lift. Yeah. Oh. Like a, like a 2% grade. I still, I still continually hold out this hope that the, the World Cup coming to Toronto, coming to BMO means that they're going to fill in the corners. Because that would be lovely. Probably only with more uh, food stands. <laughs> Good point. But what about the North? Uh, I, did I miss? Is anything going on in the North end? Well, like there's, there's some seats there now. They've put a few no, back. I'm talking, I'm talking about World Cup seats. Oh, that. Oh, they, they, there has to be, right? Like there has to be. I, I, I can't remember seeing the, the, the schematic for the north side. Yeah, presumably that's going to involve like taking down the big screen to be able to put up enough seats there. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they're going to yeah, be able yeah. to go around that big screen. And why not just, just yeah. like people mill around on the roof of the food building with some step ladders? Yeah. Trampolines. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Block off a special bouncy ticket. Yeah. Block off the gardener and let people stand on the gardener and watch. Yeah. Well, you charge for that. I mean, to be fair, the gardener, you'd probably be stopped anyway. You'd, you'd get to see a good 20 minutes of the match for free. <laughs> mm. What about hot air balloons? Whatever happened to those? Just tethered up and down, you know? Mm. You pay for a good 10 minutes of tethered World Cup action. It's very Paris, very 19th century Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking that, yeah. Yeah. You're a giant Ferris wheel like behind like, the yeah. West stand and sell discount tickets because you only get to see, you know, it was like 10% of the game when you're up at the top of the Ferris wheel. The gondola and, rides. But, but technically... You know, hey, you can add those numbers to the attendance. You yeah. Know, have a few people on the Ferris wheel, only like 100 out of the 500 can see it and see the game at any particular given time, but they've all paid to be there, so they all count towards the attendance. Hey, and Dougie wanted a giant Ferris wheel in Toronto, so. Yeah. So, yeah. Two birds with one stone. The first ever World Cup stadium with a Ferris wheel on one end. Yeah. Yes. God damn. Yeah, it, it it would look great in a video game. Oh, oh good point. Good point. That's 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 the way to do it. That's the way to get it get things happening. Plus, will plus, just look at a video game. Errant, uh, errant free kicks that nail one of the gondolas, sending it crashing to the ground. Woo! Yes. People get nailed flying off in the air. Oh man, that's a World Cup. Yeah. Look at us! Look 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 at us just fixing things again. We're so helpful. That's what's up. Problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. We're delightful. All right. Well, it'll be, uh, we'll see if this discourse continues, but I feel like it was just going to be like a few days of, ah, ah, 
blah. And then it's just going to, no one's going to talk about it for wow, another it six is, months until someone needs another controversy to, is what non-troversy is. To, to bring up. So let's move on to other questionable decisions in what the fuck is Montreal thinking? And the reason I ask this is because hmm. they just traded Kamal Miller to Miami for not much. They, they, they gave Miami money. Like, Mm. A lot of money. Plus Kamal Miller, who is a very good player. In Montreal, our shit right now. I am confused. Anyone else? A little bit. I, I don't know who these other, like the players they got from Miami are. I, are they any good? I can't say I've ever heard of them, but that doesn't mean they're not good because I haven't heard of like 90% of this league. Um, but yeah, it seems weird. I mean, I don't know, maybe he asked for a transfer or maybe, who knows? Maybe he wants out of there. He's you know desperate to go off and play with Messi or what have you. Um, mm. but, uh, to even take that much money up as well as take Kamal Miller and then uh, for a couple of random people. I, you know, hopefully they're good, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't really understand it. Maybe they traded Montreal the uh, discovery rights to Messi. Mm. Ooh, that's what all the money's for. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, like the two players are, they're, they're attacking players. And obviously, like Montreal's only scored three goals all season. So clearly they need some help in the attack. And I guess that's what the, that's what the intent is here, but it, uh, it just, it's just another piece of the, the, the transition of the dramatic transition from Montreal last season to Montreal this season. Um, Cause again, Miller was, he was, he was a key piece of, of, you know, Nancy's team last year. Um, and now he's also gone. Like it's just, it's just very interesting to see how quickly. And sometimes, in some ways, this is an MLS thing too, right? Like, you know, as Toronto fans, we know this. Fortunes can change the, you know, the snap of a finger in terms of what happens with your with your players and and so on and so forth, or manager changeover. But wow, the difference! Like they're so lost right now. So maybe. Maybe this will work for them. Um, this was just not a move I think anybody saw coming for any reason. It's not easy being cheesy. <laughs> this is this is true. I can't I can't make heads or tails of this thing. I this makes no fucking sense. Um, like to the point where I, I almost wanted to do a deep dive into the understanding of what the fuck exactly GAM is. And I don't care what it stands for because it's all stupid. Um, but like, there's even without the money, Bryce Duke and Ariel Lasseter are not worth a come on Miller. And then they is threw it, in money. So is he one point three million? Is yeah. he Roy Lasseter's child? I, yes. I, is he really? No. No. No way. Where's no Roy Lasseter is not. Costa Rican. This is true. This uh, is true. Well, I always assumed it was. I All mean, right. 
let's that, let's look this up and uh, please somebody look this up. Okay, early <laughs> life in college. Lasseter was born in Turrialba, Tur- Costa Rica, where his father Roy, a professional <clears throat> footballer, played God for damn. Carmelita. The Lasseter wow. family moved to oh, the United I States didn't even... after Elder Lasseter signed with Tampa Bay Mutiny. Wow! I didn't even think of that. Wow. Oh, damn! What a trajectory! He's got record-breaking genes. Huh? Like, like really good Levi's. Jordan. Uh, yeah. No one cares about Lee's anymore. Wrangler. Oh, Wrangler. Possibly. Where are the Gretzkys? Oh, no, that was GWG. <laughs> Great Western Garment Company. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, so. Well done. Well played, Duncan. You obviously read the Wikipedia page before we did. Um, <laughs> but even then, okay, so what? So we so we got a guy, they got a guy with a pedigree for Kamal Miller. These these two guys were not, the only way they're going to World Cup is they buy a ticket. Kamal Miller's been there. So like make him anyway. I hope he was just really, really, really pissed and this was the best deal on the table. Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Anyway. So interesting. Anyway, we'll see how that all shuffles out. Um, oh, Roy yeah. Lassiter. Roy Lasseter. He was the Roy wow. Scheider of, of U.S. men's players. He... Yes, he did. I don't know what she said, but whatever. Probably true. <laughs> anyway. Didn't he? What were you going to say? We, it cut out. Didn't he? Oh, I was going to make some sort of random submarine joke because you said Roy Scheider, right? I just say Roy Scheider. You went for sub- you went submarine with Roy Scheider. Roy- you went Sequest with Roy Scheider. His yeah. tremendous career, and you went with Sequest? Damn right. When 2010, Jaws and yeah. Other is on the table? And Other. Absolutely. I went straight to Sequest. Damn. Airwolf or Blue Thunder? Can't remember. Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder. And it was a helicopter. And Michael Vincent was Airwolf. Congratulations. Why do I why do I know that? Oh god, stupid brain. Yeah, I know I went Sequest 100%. Bill Sequest with the, the the telepathic dolphin? Dolphin, Darwin, yes. Ouch. Ouch, Roy. Such Roy Scheider. And like not one but two DeLuise brothers, yeah, for sure. Dom and Peter? Yes. Not Dom, no Peter and no, Peter and Uh What's the other Tom? one? Tom. Louis. <laughs> anyway, the other one. Louis DeLuise. Um, oh, I wish it was Louis DeLuise. <laughs> I can't remember the or other one. Louise DeLuise. That would have been better. <laughs> oh, the daughter. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, what the fuck were we talking about? Sequest. <laughs> yeah, dolphins. <laughs> My God, it's full of stars. Oh, I remember seeing that. I saw that in the theater with my friend Julie. Oh, Julie! And we said that, and, yeah, um, and we said that we we used to we used to, we used to just like say that to each other all the time, just as like a as a phrase of something like ridiculous slash wondrous. My God, it's full of stars. Cool. Anyway, yep. Um, but let's move on to our next topic, which is um, the CanPL's latest sports book partner tony do you want to wade in on this i can't for legal reasons 
<laughs> when I saw the name, I literally thought that Campiel was trolling us. I really did. But no, this is a real thing. Tony Bet. Hey. <laughs> I always thought it was Bet Tony, but it's Tony Bet. Huh? It's Tony Bet. Yep. You bet. <laughs> Uh, I think you were supposed to say, I bet. It's me. <laughs> it's me, Pony. <laughs> the latest ads. Oh, that has to be a new weekly feature. Yeah, I'll be giving, I'll give it, I'll be giving odds, uh, you know, for all kinds of things. N- n- never scores. Yeah, Those never. Be odds on things. Uh-huh. I mm. and no, now that would be amazing. And now, with on, the, and now with over under, here's Tony. <laughs> I'll give you eight to one on Roy Lasseter showing up in Montreal this summer. <laughs> oh, I prefer to think that, you know, bet Tony or Tony bet whichever is Tony is what you're betting. Depends on giving advice, but Tony's what we're betting. He said, wait, yeah. I'm Tony. And if we, if we predict right, we get James Grossy back. Instead. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? That's yeah. Hurtful. Tony bet James win. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I got, six, I got 16 Tonys on Brentford winning the league. Come on. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't know what to do with that many Tonys. So many fucking Tonys. Jesus. <laughs> Too many Tonys. Um, I'd have to, by the, I'd have to by get the a way. car. I'd have to, I'd have to get a big, big <laughs> truck, possibly a rigatoni. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a stretch. Mark, I'm sorry. you are in rare form today. I, I have to say, tonight, everyone. God like, damn it. Seriously. By the way, um, all 16 Tonys can't make the show next week. <laughs> Tony. We only need one. Just need one. Anyway, so they are the new Tony Bet becomes the presenting partner of the Match of the Week broadcast. Blah, 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 blah. They're very excited to add Tony Bet to their growing roster. It's a roster, people, of Campiel sponsors. Anyway, wow. I just, I, everyone it's knows it. how much I hate betting sponsors being involved in any way, shape, or form. And the fact that they continue to embrace this drives me fucking crazy i hate it so much although i have i'm curious to know if they can make even worse commercials around tony bet than the ones they had for come on because those were so bad like laughably bad embarrassingly bad they should never i don't know who agreed to air the come on commercials because they were awful so yeah, I, can, I, can, I can i can read you my scripts though Sam, if you'd like oh please do so is there let me guess can i can i guess tony there's there's a woman with a dog and the dog's got the shoe and she's going tony bad tony bad and then and then the host comes in takes the shoe from the dog and like in the other one it's the same commercial but they just swap they swap the they swap the name of the the betting house no pretty much Pretty much. Okay. I wonder if there okay. is, like, who is the Tony behind Tony Beth? That's what I want to know. Tony Pepperoni, obviously. Oh, oh my that God. It's fucking <laughs> mogul. That mogul. Um, and then, so what was also funny was that this got announced, um, the, 
the same day that the the EPL announced that they were in three years and from the fronts of shirts, um, no longer allowing betting sponsors Mm -hmm. on the front of their football kits. The sleeves are okay. The advertising boards are fine, but on the front of the kits, no more betting sponsors in three years, three years, two years, three years, two years. Wow. The history of Tony bet is fascinating. As it go on. Established in 2011, Tony Bet now operates by the UK and, es- and Estonian gaming licenses. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel secure now. Allowing the company to provide its services to the UK and Estonian market. On September 8, 2016, Tony Bet business in Lithuania was required by Swedish company Betson, who agreed to pay, f- uh, I think that says 6 million euros for the company. Okay. There you go. <laughs> To be fair, if you're going to base your base your gambling house out of out of a, out of a European nation for for electronic privacy and security, Estonia, no joke, is legit. It's one of the best. Is it? Their, their entire no. their entire fucking thing is almost in, like electronic, such that there are people who have no idea what a check looks like over there because everything is electronic. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, they uh. They sponsor some of the leading basketball clubs in Lithuania and Estonia and an Estonian football club. Fantastic. Yay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, more fucking still, bookies involved in football. Fucking sucks. Uh, yeah, I still you don't know, know why, why they went with Tony, but. Yeah. It's capitalism, isn't it? Yeah. But I, you can just look at the, the history of shared sponsors within the CPL to realize that, yeah, companies aren't like just competing to throw money at the CPL. So they got to take money where they can get it. Hey, Mark, you'll like this. They, uh, uh, they take a lot of bets on the Eurovision song contest. Oh, hilarious. And presidential elections, apparently. And even <laughs> and this, and this is quoted, I quote, and even the end of the world. Oh, I would absolutely be taking bets on those. You win every time. And if it's the end of the, like, also, who, who's, who's paying that out? Who's cashing yeah. out? Like, like, that's that's the sweet scam. Okay, screw it. We're starting our own betting house where the yeah. only bet you can place is when the end of the world happens. Yeah. It's every- pure profit, guys. It's pure profit. Because if they're wrong, we keep it. And if they're right, we're dead. It doesn't matter. Every single day you can pick up 10 million to one odds. Guys, 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 I have the name of it though. Go it's on. Bet End Times. Mm. Interesting. Just bet. B E T. Bet End okay. Times. Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh. Come on. See what you're doing. Like no, it's good. It's I like, good. I, like oh, I deserve a little love for that. That's, just, that's good. We just got rid like, of Come on. <laughs> I like Hinkley Power. Mm. You really love HP as a sponsor, don't you? <laughs> yes, the, the sauce more than the uh, electronics. Yeah, bet dunk is good. Mm. Bet dunk? dunk? Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, that that sounds credible immediately. Very quickly, little thing with the men's national team and the gold cup. The gold cup draw was held on Friday afternoon for the various groups Ooh. and. Canada is in Group D 
Oh, do you want to hear what the other groups or should I just jump jump straight to Canada's group? I'm going to go with uh, the other groups are A, B, and C. <laughs> but did you want to know who was in those groups? I didn't this think that's what, what the ask was, Kristen, to be perfectly honest. This is what Mark's on the show. Labels. Insight. You know, you're, I complimented you a few minutes ago, Saucy Pants. So, yeah, well, um, you know what? I have to retain balance, okay? Let's, why? They, the other two do a good enough job of that. You don't need to help. Oh, that's is their deficits. I'm, I'm just all about getting this. Anyway, go on, go on, go on. Was it just, HP, I know you're all about the zingers this week. I get it. I get it. All right. Group D, Canada, Guatemala. No, no, no. Cuba. Yeah. And yeah. the winner of one of the preliminary thingies. We don't know who it is. Um, whoever wins, whoever wins prelims match seven. So it is one of TNT, Guadalupe, Guadalupe, Guiana, or uh, Grenada. I don't think I've ever seen play against Grenada. Let's play against Grenada. That'd be nice. There we go. That seems reasonable. Now. Grenada, they fucking love their nutmegs. Huh. Oh, yeah. Put it on a flag. Yeah. <laughs> With this They're as, the their, as their group, Every the expectations. Nutmeg. From the corner. Nutmeg. nutmeg. Jesus. Yeah. Christmas drinks. Nutmeg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. So the expectations to get out of this group for Canada are pretty fucking high. I would hope As so. In, You'd hope so, yes. If they don't win, something is very, very wrong. I mean, this is... This is... Wait, what? Like no, you Guatemala. could not have asked for a better group, basically. Yeah, so far. You're right. No, it, do, it, it doesn't matter which one of those four make it in. Come on now. I don't know. Guadalupe oh, yeah, and Guadalupe and Tobago? Of course. Yeah, well, it's about time they bounce back and Guadeloupe can pull all those uh, Dutch nationals in. Oh, that was Suriname. Guadeloupe's Dutch as well. Isn't it? I think Guadeloupe was French. French. Don't. Oh, that's what I meant. They're Dutch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Saint-Martin is also Dutch, I believe. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where where was Millie Vanilli from? Uh, Netherlands. Baby, don't forget my number. I didn't ask them their number. I was asking what country they were from. Well, they didn't do a song about what, like, don't forget my country. They could have been. You don't know what they were saying. They were Dutch. Looking it up. You can do that. Ooh, 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 I love you. <laughs> I didn't get enough shushes in there for it to for oh. that joke to really work. <laughs> Can't win them all. Tony, have you found out yet? Uh, well, funny enough, Fabrice was born in Paris. Oh. Uh, let's see where Rob, Rob was born. Oh, West Germany. The fuck? Oh. Huh? They were Dutch? Well, fuck. Mari, I don't know nothing about that. Shit. Anyway, not from Guadeloupe. So. <laughs> Fun. Okay. All right. Anyway, we still don't know anything about what is being played at BMO Field. Hopefully we find that out about that soon. But Canada has the easiest group out of the four groups, like completely. So mm -hmm. they're getting out of the group stage and then we will see what happens. But it sounds like their path through the rest of the tournament is not particularly easy. Um, 
but you know, we'll get out of the group stage. That'll be exciting and fun for everybody. So yay. So who, who are we going to be playing in the second round? Then you say, ah, oh, next path is not that easy. But what's, what's the next? Oh God, someone had put out a whole thing and then I lost the tab. Um, let's see. Uh, is it here? No, unless that didn't help me any. Unless we're playing against Mexico or States, it's going to be one of those shitty fucking teams that John Herdman thinks Canada is so far fucking above now that isn't worth playing. You know, it's like Costa Rica or Honduras, one of those shitty fucking teams that Canada's so much better than, presumably. Okay. I I can't find where someone had sort of worked out the path, assuming Canada won the group. Okay. I apologize. But Guadalupe yeah. is French. That's the most important thing. That works for me. Yeah. The current president of the department council is Guy Lusbar. Oh, well then. The last thing on our show, which is not any shorter than anything else we've talked about, which is what's coming up. And what is coming up, what's the most important thing this week is the Voyager's Cup. The opening Yay. round kicks off tomorrow, day after recording. Uh, there are matches Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, tomorrow, both matches are at the same time. So we've got Hamilton uh, versus Laval, Montreal versus Vaughn, both at 7 p.m. And then Wednesday, Halifax uh, versus Ottawa at 5. Why You Guys versus uh, Space Penises at 8. And the TSS Rovers, the underdogs, yeah. although, versus uh, Winnipeg at is, 30. Canada is more than likely going to be playing against either Jamaica or Nicaragua in the quarterfinals. Doesn't seem too bad. If we finish second, we're more than likely going to be playing against the States. The lag is incredible. Whose flag's incredible? I said the lag is incredible. Oh, well, that, that was more about me taking a lot of time to look things up, to be fair. Gotcha. Well, thank you for looking things up, though. That's good. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you. Anyway, yeah, we will play. Uh, if we finish first, we'll play the second in Group A, which is probably the U.S., Jamaica, or Nicaragua. So, you know, either the States or one of those shitty teams that John Herman thinks were above. And Canada will play down for them. It'll be amazing. All right. Good times. Not bad. Um, and then Thursday, uh, the Aquaman host the Pony Boys, uh, and that match is at 10 p.m. So there are some excellent uh, matches in this first round. Uh, everything is available on that, uh, that one soccer thing or Fubo. If you have Fubo, just watch yeah, it on Fubo. Get your, get your um, Fubo. You may not be able to find it easily. You just look for some random thing that says it's starting at this time it won't have a description just click on that and it's probably the game you're looking for right um that has happened to me multiple times (laughs) but um other than some exciting uh matches um the one thing i did want to and we'll we'll do some do a prediction thing but the thing that's interesting, and I, I sort of like vaguely knew this, I guess, but not really, is how hosting the cup matches works and that the home team, regardless of who they are, pays for the costs, including the flights and accommodations for the visiting team. Jesus. Well, so the TSS Rovers, who are any tiny team, awesome team fan owned team 
um, it's going to cost them about $35,000 to host Holy this match against Winnipeg. Shit. Um, and, you know, they've been talking to the CSA, trying to, like, have some restrictions on sponsors and stuff eased. Anyway, so they have, and, you know, we've been, you know, the Voyagers have been helping lots of people and trying to help to, like, get a word out in terms of buying tickets, um, even from afar. And then if you can't make it, like, donating the tickets, because they're also trying to get um, youth teams and stuff to be able to come out. They have, like, a whole program, um, donate your tickets for the kids from the local clubs. Um, which is great. There's a, again, there's this whole thing that they're doing, but yeah, I, I didn't realize that that it was that much of an imbalance. Like I get that the cost of hosting the match would probably fall on the home. But I know they had to pay for flights and accommodations. Cause that's a lot, especially that's... in Canada, like flights in Canada, they're not cheap, right? No, no, they're not. Um, so like does this happen like does this happen in england for the fa cup like is that similar is that do you guys know how that sort of shuffles out well i don't think flights are as much of an issue obviously but you know know what i'm saying yeah i understand what you're saying and i mean this definitely makes sense when at least like as far as like open cup in in campiel where you can effectively buy the rights to host the game outright. Like quite often I know in the U S open cup, small clubs, like the amateur ones that just happen to be, you know, champions or however they qualify will sell their games on to the pro team that's hosting it because they can, they can afford to recoup that cost. Uh, but in this, mm-hmm. we don't have necessarily the, this, I want, it's not even the infrastructure, but just the, the general support where, like the cup is making so much money that it can offset like from sponsorship, it can offset some of those costs or, you know, our wonderful leaders at the Canadian soccer association would do what they can to kind of prop something up. But, but as far as like, like, is there like not a fund for lower league clubs? Like uh, Tony, what was the, what was the club that Spurs played a few years ago in the FA cup? Marine. Right. And there was, and there was, and I, I, I'm just, I, the reason I bring that up other than the fact that it was such an imbalance between, you know, divisions, but I remember that they had a big ticket push. Well, yeah, but I mean, um, it was a, that was a cash cow for them. Like those yeah. little clubs, if they host can make a ton of, ton of dough. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and the TV so, money too. Yeah. yeah. The TV, they, they get a share of the TV money. Yeah. For in England, I think it's more about like, it's not about oh well we got to pay. It's like oh we actually going to make money from this because okay. one of the and we're options, not there yet. There are definitely like small teams where oh you know this random fourth division team has got drawn at home against Liverpool or whoever, and they'll say all right well the, can we just play this game at Liverpool because they're going to get a bigger crowd and they will sort of get money from the attendance because I feel like they kind of like split the attendance fees like 50-50 or something in the FA Cup. Or, I don't know exactly how it works, but um, yeah, over there it's more about, <laughs> yeah, this is a freaking, this is yeah, a cash cow, as uh, Tony said there, and you're sort of making money off of whether you're hosting or giving up your rights to host to get uh, the money from like a, uh, a big team home crowd instead. 
Um, it's definitely a different dynamic than what this is, because yeah, I can't imagine that uh, TSS rovers are going to be making more than $35,000 from this. Also, too, like with with domestic cups around around you know, the world in, in general, um, away days are a lot more plausible. Uh, so, like, there's nobody. If, if there's people from Winnipeg going to that game, I don't know if the eight of them are going to bring in two thousand right. dollars worth of revenue. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, you can like Marine selling the game to uh, to to Spurs. I don't. I don't imagine that's what they did. But if they were going to do that, like. They'll make money off of Liverpool tickets, or, or, or sorry, Spurs tickets hosting the game, as well as the you know, from whatever they sell themselves, which would be peanuts, like by comparison of, of quantity. But um, but there's also like there's so many other means of revenue, and also too, depending on where the game is, they don't have to pay for. You're not paying for flights. You're probably just paying for hotels. Yeah, mm-hmm. and depending where the game is, they may not even need to. It's like no, we're just gonna go home. You know, after the game, fuck it. We'll hop yeah. on a bus that's only two hours yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, yes. So, yeah. so, so like, there's, yeah. Especially, I, especially I, I Duncan. He's Duncan's not staying in London overnight. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of dope. Let's get back fucking above Birmingham as quickly as fucking possible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like that this is um, this particular situation i mean it was bound to come up eventually mm-hmm. but, um i feel like this this one in particular is going to be a uh um sort of a what's the, like a cautionary tale but who the organizers are going to have to realize we need to set a fund aside for some sort of even if it's like like any subsidy would be better than. Yeah. Like nothing. it's just the imbalance is so massive. Like, right. So like, even if like, let's be honest, if they're a fan owned club having to pay $35,000 versus say having to pay $30,000 could mean the difference between, you know, survival and, and, and bust like, like that five grand, it seems insane, but not everybody's got a millionaire slash billionaire benefactor. Who's, who's already understood that this is just part of the investment in, in the thing that they're trying to make money off of. TSS Rovers are an outlier in the sense that they are uniquely a Canadian owned club by its supporters. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. And I hope that um, something can come out of it, but I don't know what that would be. Well, yeah, hopefully like, hopefully the match is, you know, hugely attended. And um, I'm glad that outside of tomorrow night's matches that the rest of the matches all have their own time slot. So there isn't, you know, there isn't a, Oh, well this other match is on where I know the team's better or whatever. I'm more interested. Like, like this one at least can have its own slot. It has its own feature moment. Um, and that, yeah, maybe the attention that's been brought, you know, through various fans and owners, the club itself, um, the Voyagers highlighted it a bunch of times trying to get the the word and the awareness out. Um, and yeah, who, who knows um, what will happen next? But um, yeah, it's just, it wasn't something that I was fully aware of in terms of how this all shuffled out and dang. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, some some predictions then, gentlemen. So let's let's 
we got to try match, shall we? So tomorrow night, Hamilton hosting Laval. And you don't have to give me scores. You can just give me winners. But if you want to give scores, go for it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with... Um, hmm. I'm going to go 3-0. No, no, I'm going to go 3-0. Oh, okay. You were going for a score no. as well. I was like, if you don't yes. say Hamilton... No, 3-0 to Hamilton. Like... Sorry, the, the pause was last... The last go-around, we played the... PL PSL PLSQ. We played the, yep. we played the Quebec champions and um, they came oh, to they play were, and they, they locked did. shit down and they only, they only lost two nil. And I kind of feel like that's right. That, that first really, half was like really all generous. them. Yeah. That was a really generous scoreline to four. Yes. Oh, I'd forgotten so about that. I, I I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see them. how, how the new, the current champions of, uh, uh, of the uh-huh. Quebec League, uh, show up and and I say three because Hamilton has absurd amount scores? of firepower. Like it's just you know what I mean. It's just it's one of those even three seems seems low, but anyway, <laughs> three nil Hamilton, reasonable. With nil nil Hamilton loses on penalties. Oh, you're a monster. <laughs> Duncan loves chaos. Unless it goes to goalie penalties, and I'm okay with it. I've already seen goalie penalties. <laughs> but I would love to see Tony? goalie penalties again. Tony Metlock. Hamilton 4-0. Um, I'm going 3-1 Hamilton. I think Laval gets a, gets a cheeky, oh, they're in with a chance goal, and then no. Uh, Montreal hosting Vaughn, uh, also at 7 p.m. Vaughn yeah, considering, one yeah, right. <laughs> like, is anyone not rooting for Vaughn in this? Because Montreal's been so bad. I Vaughan. Montreal's already shut the bed. They're not going to do anything in the league. You know, this is all they've got. Yeah, um, fair. You know, there's going to be a oh, it's like the Aaron Vinter years with TFC. Oh, uh, CCL is all we have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're uh, they're going to go all out for this and put their first team out and uh, grind their way to a one nil victory over Vaughn. Oh, that's reasonable. You know what? I'm going with Duncan. That makes sense to me. Fair. Tony Betts says two nil Montreal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, on to Wednesday. First up at 5 p.m., Halifax versus Ottawa. 1-1. We've already seen this. I know. On penalties? Oh, shit. Yeah, they'll get a penalties, won't it? Halifax wins on penalties. Lovely. Tony Bet, shock of the week. Ottawa, 2-1. I'll say Ottawa, 2-0. Who's technically the home team in this game? Halifax. Okay. Sure, yeah. Halifax wins then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2-1 Halifax. And added extra time. Because they're Ooh. doing that this year. Yes. All right. Next up, uh, why you guys versus the space penises at eight o'clock? Pony bet. Shock of the week. 
Space Dongs, 1 0. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to Space Cox, 2 0. Woof. Marcus? Uh, York, 1 0. I'm going York, 2 0. Mm. I know. Um, and then the exciting match TSS Rovers versus Winnipeg, 10 30 p.m. Yeah. 2-0 Winnipeg. Yeah. Did yeah. you say 2-0 Winnipeg? Yeah. I, Monster. I, I concur. To be, to be fair, do you think uh do you think TSS Rovers want to win this round? Yes. Because what's yes, it gonna cost for the next one? Oh, would they host the next one? I don't know, but either way, um, I would love nothing more than to see TSS Rovers win 5-0, but I feel like uh, Winnipeg will win like 3-1. <sighs> two, two Rovers win. Uh, Rover, Rovers lose on penalties. Fair. Why would you do that to them? Maximize the heartbreak? I don't know, because it I is. feel like they're going to be in it the whole game. But if, if you're if they're gonna lose anyway, why why inflict that on? You know, I don't give you grief over your choices because they're correct. Fuck off, Aquaman versus Calgary Thursday, ten p.m. Pony boys two now. Oh, ooh. I'll go with. Uh, Victoria, yeah, Victoria to win. We'll say 2-1. 2-1 regular time, Victoria. Yep. Ponies. 1-0. A real boar fest. Just to stick it to you, Kristen. Thanks. Appreciate that. Love you, too. All right. Well, we will obviously recap all of this next week, but yay, Voyager's Cup is starting. Huzzah. Uh, TFC versus Philly on Saturday in Philly. Um, strangely enough, even though Philadelphia has been a much better team than uh, Toronto in recent years, the I think Toronto, this is one of the teams that Toronto actually has a better record against uh, over time, as opposed to pretty much every other MLS side. So, you know, historically and all, lovely, but in reality right now, probably less so. Player to watch. Mm. Hmm. Uh, I mean, Daniel Gazdag says it's just fun to say. It's probably mm-hmm. that's his name. It's probably got some... Nope, nope. It uh, it doesn't have a pronunciation guide, so he's just Gazdag. So Daniel Gazdag sounds sounds almost insulting just to say it like that. <laughs> you fucking Gazdag, piss off. Yeah, Dick is Odenata. Is Andre Blake still injured? That that's what's going to ask. Is Andre because I see Joe Bendix actually getting games here. Could we just- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can we be facing oh two weeks in a row that would be oh, spectacular that would, that would kind of be amazing 
Who do we have after that? Seattle? Tell me it's Seattle. We're doing the tour of former TFC keepers. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can't remember, actually, if, if Blake is still injured. Um, hold on. My freaking computer sucks. Okay. This is amazing podcasting. All this silence yeah, is so good. No, you're stuff. crushing yeah. it. Just crushing Ooh. it. Andre Blake. The tension. Yeah. Does my MLS injury thing still work for MLS? Injury report. Oh, all right. Link's still there. Nope. Does not work. All right. Thanks, MLS. Player availability report. Well, I guess we had to be sensitive to people who are actually injured. So Philadelphia is currently showing uh, um, only the only name on here is Kai Wagner. All right. And this was published on Friday. So okay, it may not have been updated, but no, no, because he was he was hurt like in March. Um, but yeah, he missed. Well, obviously he missed a couple games because Joe Bendit played, but I couldn't remember if it was like how serious it was. Oh, well, that would have been funny. All right, back to names then. Um, what's this? How do you say this guy's last name? No pronunciation guide. Oh, no. Uwa. That's how you say his last name is Uwa? Got you all Mikel in Uwa. Uwa. I was like, I thought, yeah, I know. I, like, I, thought, I thought it was like, yeah, 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 hooray or yeah, something. Yeah. You're like, hooray. No, it's yeah. Uwa. Yeah, he's totally, that's mine yeah. for sure. 100%. He's Danish. Jesus, Please, you may step correct. Uwa. Got you all in check. Duncan, that's very Easter right. of you. Yes, I thought so. I'm nothing if not Jesus positive. Yes. Huh. Toronto is actually ahead of Philadelphia in the standings right now. Yeah, Philadelphia's got CONCACAF on their mind. Right. Good point. They're doing things. They're, uh, they're doing the day. Hey, look at us. We're competing in CONCACAF. And, oh, that means we're shitting the bed in the league. That means we're tanking the league. Yeah. Everybody does. If this can take Seattle down, it can take Philadelphia down. Good point. Fair. Fair. What ever happened to Jack McInerney? A TV they show. Opened, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, they opened a coffee shop. Oh, okay. They've, they've got to be coming to a CPL sometime soon, no? They've got to be getting down to uh, uh, kind of level shortly, you'd think. Probably going to show up in Hamilton. Hamilton's the sort of team that would sign Jack McInerney. Oh, God, please let this guy be a defender. Flack? Doesn't take any flack? Ah, flack. Oh, he's a midfielder. I'm disappointed. As long as he doesn't get in the way of Dicko Dicko Data. (laughs) Leon Flack. He sounds like an attorney. Leon Flack. I don't take any flack. You know, like I just... I will do Leoma. Um, do you think Insigne will play the whole game? Uh, will he do the? Will he start on Saturday? No, no, no. 
No. If, if this was if this game was at home, yes, but mm. I think it, I think it's going to be a how how's the game going? Like if it's scoreless at halftime, he'll probably. Come but if they're up two nil, eh, take it easy. Have a kick at. Oh, he'll, you know, you know, I think I think he'll play at some point, regardless. He's got to get minutes in match fitness. True, but uh, he won't. I'm just saying he won't start. That was technically the question, so well done, Mark. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Attention being yeah. paid. Tony Betts. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. Doesn't start, comes on at some point in the second half, gets some minutes, and yeah, that is ready to start the next home game, whenever that might be. Jack McInerney's last uh, official uh, professional contract was with the Oakland Roots. Oh, wow. 2019-2020. Oh, Isn't that where Nana Atacora was playing for a while? I think so, yeah. That's about right. Uh, all right, well then, predictions for this match. A draw. 1-1. I'll go 2-2 just to uh, do something different. On the road, though? No, ah, no, 2-2. 2-2. Yes. Ah, no. I like 2-2. Tradition. Draw. I don't even care what the score is. It's a draw. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it has to be a draw. I'll be, I'll actually be disappointed. I think if it's not, I'll, 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 I'll do. You know what? I'll, I'll do one one. Okay. So there's balance in the force. Lovely. All right. We're almost out for this week's show, but one last thing before we go, and that is a farewell to. I don't know if we can call him one of our favorite players, but certainly. Um, bit of a notorious, infamous, anyway, former Toronto FC, former Montreal Impact, former Pacific FC, and then about a gazillion clubs overseas. Um, Issy Nakajima Farron has retired from professional football. Congratulations. Well done, sir. Now you can paint full time. Um, do want to give him a serious shout out for the work he did in getting the PFA formed um, while he was with Pacific and seeing the issues that the players and that the league was not, you know, looking after the players in the way that they should and his, his work on that um, and getting it brought together and fighting for it. Um, so as sincere as a, as a fan of, of soccer and a fan of unions. Um, thank you for that. Um, but also, you know, he had a couple of nice matches for Toronto. He was, you know, was never going to be amazing. Um, but he also had some nice matches for Canada. Um, but then there was also the paintings. Gentlemen. Yeah. The, the, not worthy than his career. I mean, hey, you know, he managed to, you scrabble together a career playing in God knows where here and there, what have you for, you know, uh, a good chunk of time. So yeah, good for him. Um, but yeah, his paintings are more noteworthy for sure. I like his tiger period. Mm. Oh, that yeah. tiger painting. What was it called? The tiger. Like a dramatic. I, had a, I feel like it had like a dramatic name. Um, oh. Steve. Yes, Steve. Yes. It's a very dramatic. 
Wow. Tiger painting. I think that's what it, it was. That's, that's, that's what I'm doing. Low tiger his, painting. His clubography is incredible. It's spectacular. Oh, yeah. 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 Read it. It's like, absolutely spectacular. Let's, let's, let's hear it. All right. Uh, started with Alberex Nagata. And then. Wait, is, it the, Al- is it the Alberex Nagata in, in, uh, in Singapore? Well, no, that would be. Well, okay. So Alberex Nagata proper was first, but Japan, he didn't oh, actually okay. have it. But he didn't have any appearances and then went to Albrecht and got to Singapore. I love uh, that. That's then, a thing. Yeah. And then to, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, Vail vale, uh, uh, Bold Club in Denmark. Hmm. Uh, and then Nordjils. How do you say that, Mark? Nordjilsland? I know which one you're talking about. There's too many yeah. L's. Yeah. yeah. They got a cool badge. Also yeah, they in, do have uh, a cool badge. Yeah. Also in Denmark. Uh, so yeah, two clubs in Denmark, then to Horsens. Yeah. Yeah. Horse- <laughs> yeah. Not horse house, horse ends. Oh, yeah. That then, was good. then the big glamour move to Brisbane roar. Ah. Yeah. And then to AEK Larnica. Ooh. But he's got property. Yeah. That's a while at <laughs> AEK Larnica. He was loaned to Alki Larnica. Alki? Yeah. Hmm. From after his loan spell at Alki Larnica, five matches with a little club named Toronto FC. Oh, charming. Quaint. He then inhumanely was sent to Montreal Impact. <sighs> on his birthday. On, on his, his birthday, birthday. After he scored, was, was it in the Voyager's Cup? Did he not win? Or it, like, it was something ridiculous like that. Like, he's he just done some. In the penalty right? shoot. And then he tweeted about how he should have missed it. That's right. Right, yes. That's right. That's what it was. But yeah, uh, he was a trophy winner and just cast aside. Well, on his Montreal, he, after that mm-hmm. inhumane treatment, he went, uh, it seems like they're a very minor uh, division Spanish team named Subarense. Uh, mm. But only two appearances. Then he went to for two years to Terengganu, two Gs, which is in the Malaysian League. That's right. Yeah, I remember when he was playing there. And then to Pahang, which is also in the Malaysian League. Uh, then Pacific FC. Uh, and then 2021. And then to Spain again, right? Yeah, UE Saraga. There you go. And that was there it. There you go. That's such a character. Rowan well, Rick got out. Yeah. <laughs> Before appearing uh, for right. Canada, he actually was a uh, made one appearance for the Singapore Under Twenty Ones. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's not huh. right. Yeah. Intriguing. Well, okay. Well, on that note, that is our. Oh boy, that's our show for this week. Um, please join us next week when we uh, recap uh, the opening round of the Voyagers Cup. Yay! Uh, look back uh, at TFC's latest draw and see what else exciting things are happening in the world of soccer that uh, amuses us. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan Double D. No, not really. At Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. There's literally two D's right there, Kristen. 
Um, oh, but if I say double D, people will look for it spelled that way. Mm, true. Uh, I'm just like looking at uh, my the window in front of me, and there's a big spider on the window, but it can't quite work out. Is it on the inside or the outside? It's, oh, do you, do you need to go? <laughs> no, okay, either way. It's, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I feel like I should be able to tell that, but I can't. Anywho, goodbye. Um, <laughs> hope to see you holding next week. It down. Holding it down in the VMP social media room at Vocal Minority CA, Mr. Tony Walsh. I, uh, interesting, slightly disturbing news for, for fans of uh, football puppetry. What? Fam- famously, the, the show Jack McInerney of the three, you know, footballing puppets. Mm. Mm. Little, little did we know, or maybe we did, but his full name, John Seamus Jack McInerney. Pardon me. There's five of them? Yes, there should have been five puppets. What? Okay, so full disclosure. You want to play like a three, five, like it was right. Full disclosure. Go on, Mark. Season two had an arc to introduce them. Oh, did we? We didn't, we never even, we didn't even get, we didn't get the pilot picked up. Uh, Oh, Seamus. It we did. never found out their voices. R.I.P. Pour one out for John and Seamus. Yeah. Probably would have jumped the shark anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. This is going to be Seamus with be... some like salty sea dog and John. <laughs> John, was, John was the, John was the rule follower. Now you yeah. guys, this is going to be Brady Bunch and Oliver all over again. So yeah. oh, so Oliver, John's so Oliver. Come on, now. yeah. Anyway, all right. On the tweet machine at Kidner Mark with a K on a Q, Mr. Mike Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. All these episodes are still on YouTube. Feel free to go look us up uh, at Vocal Minority CA on YouTube. I don't fully understand how the app works either, but it works. Accept it. Um, We have shirts. Tony did them. They're on our Zazzle shop. You can find the link on our website. And uh, yeah, uh, who's who's up for some V Cup, guys? You bet. Uh, as for me you could find me on the internet yes the entire internet at kz knowles i have been your host kristen knowles and until next week Canada, get used to it all right well hello and welcome to this week's episode of the vocal minority podcast the podcast that had attendance hold up hold up hold up did you want to call it the vile minority podcast i don't know what i was about to call it i stumbled over my word i thought it was gonna be the voyagers podcast i fucking knew it (laughs) no there's like no there's there's almost no national team talk in this show this week Uh, you're in the pocket of big supporter Mm, true you're hosting like a Voyager's podcast like daily, aren't you? And that's why just a habit you started going on with that. As if well, it's a Voyager, you're, you're cheating well, on us with the Voyager's podcast, aren't you? I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I, you I'm, know, I just, guys, I've been wanting to have this conversation. Now. <laughs> I've been mostly curious to find out who, who did you sucker to edit that one? <laughs> <laughs> Rob. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He's a, of course. <laughs> he's a legend. That's why. That's why that's funny, Rob. That's why that's funny. It's good. You're awesome. All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast.